Welcome to the podcast. You have made it to day four of our little series on the power of God, the fear of God. Um, I will say today's scripture, uh, the one that we're going to share as we move into our time of meditation and thought on the power of God, is maybe one of my favorite passages in the whole Bible. Now, if you've known me for any length of time, you know that I say that frequently, but I really love this one. As a matter of fact, this to me, and we're going to be in Job. If, if you are in a position to open your Bible, you can go ahead and open up to Job chapter 38. But this to me is one of the just quintessential passages that remind me of the power of God. Uh, there are so many times when we um, don't understand God or sometimes when we Uh, don't like one of God's rules, and so many times we want to do things our way, not His way. And and this passage is just such a reset for us to stop and remember who we are talking to. And so let's just, uh, just like we've done the other days, let's share this passage. Let's see. I don't don't have any notes or anything, so we'll see what God speaks um, or, or what, you know, what comes up as we're going through this. And I'm not saying that everything that I'm saying is God speaking. I'm saying I'm going to read the passage and then I'm going to maybe share some thoughts that I believe he's putting on my mind. And But maybe he's speaking to you and maybe there's thoughts on your mind. And maybe you just want to jot some of those down as we're doing this even. But after we go through and just sort of uh, talk out this scripture for a few minutes, then you'll have five minutes to just sort of meditate on it. So let's jump in, man. This is... um just a gorgeous passage of scripture and it is an honor Uh, even if again I I think I told you this yesterday if all that happens today is I get to read this scripture over you then it's been a beautiful day for me so here we go this is Job chapter 38 verse 1 and it says this then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said who is this that darkens the counsel by words without knowledge now gird your loins like a man And I will ask you, and you instruct me. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who set its measurements, since you know? Or who stretched the line on it? On what were its bases sunk? Or who laid its cornerstone when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who enclosed the sea with doors when bursting forth it went out from the womb? When I made a cloud its garment, and thick darkness its swaddling band. And I placed boundaries on it, and set a bolt and doors. And I said, Thus far you shall come, but no further. Here your proud waves shall stop. Have you ever in your life commanded the morning, and caused the dawn to know its place, that it might take hold of the ends of the earth, and the wicked might be shaken out of it? It is changed like clay under the seal, and they stand forth like a garment. From the wicked their light is withheld, and the uplifted arm is broken. Have you entered into the springs of the sea, or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been revealed to you? Or have you seen the gates of deep darkness? Have you understood the expanses of the earth? Tell me if you know all of this. Where is the way to the dwelling of light? And darkness, where is its place? That you may take it to its territory, and that you may discern the path to its home. You know, for you were born then, and the number of your days is so great. I love that passage of Scripture. I can't get enough of it. 
And I think one of the reasons I love it so much, and let me just personally disclose here, is I think maybe for me and, and maybe for you, we tend to lack humility. And maybe we think we have humility, but how much time do we really uh, spend understanding that He is God and I am not? And I think for so many of us, we want to rewrite the rules of what's right and wrong, and we want to negotiate, and we want to bend, and we want to manipulate, and we want to do all these things, and, and we want to hear His command, and we want to hear His call, and we want to choose when to obey Him and choose when not to obey Him, and we want to ignore the clear warnings in Scripture about a behavior or about something. We want to do what we want to do, and we expect God to just sort of fall in place right? Because we're, we talk so much about his never-ending love, and his love is never-ending. Yes, and he always loves us, but he is God. And I love this verse because it is a reminder to me, where were you? Like, who, who are you to question me? He, he says, were you there when, when, I, when I told the ocean where to stop? Were you there when I placed the boundaries in place? Have you ever commanded the morning and I love because I believe God is so multidimensional. Like, and and I, I think sometimes, you know, when you see these characters, characterizations, especially of Jesus, and he's, he's just like this blonde-haired, blue-eyed, kind of weak-looking sheep petter, and I don't think that's who he is. I think he's full of so much personality and life, and, and I love how God is, is being kind of a little playful and maybe a little sarcastic in this when he says, at the end of that passage, he said, you know... For you were born, and your days are so great. It's like God saying, you know, surely you've been forever. Surely you know everything. Because His ways are higher than our ways. And yet we want to try to outthink Him or go left when He says go right or, or whatever. And we treat God sometimes like, like, he, like He's some sort of, you know, uh, I don't know, like, he's, like He doesn't get it. Like we can just do whatever we want. Like we can just have our way all the time and God will just, he's just there. He's just the floating little love, you know, cloud or whatever. I love the power in this verse. I need a God like this. I need a God like this. I don't need a God I can manipulate. I need a God who knows more than me. I need a God who will look at me and say, hold on now. Brace yourself like a man and let me question you. Tommy, who's really in charge? I, I know you don't get it, I know you don't see it, but you weren't there when the plan was made. Because there's so many things, so many things I want to question and so many things I don't understand about this world. And at some point I must trust that he is more, that he's more powerful. And so if it's not doing something that I want to do or doing something I don't want to do, it's, it's like, okay, God, I don't see it. I don't get it. But I wasn't there when you came up with it. I don't see what you see. When I look at the world, I can't not see through my own uh, feelings and emotions. I can't not see through my own experiences. I can't not see through my own past or, or prejudices or whatever has stained my ability. I can't not see through that. But He is God. And He is good. And He sees what I cannot. And He knows what I don't. And He was there when the plan was written. And he is working all things 
I'm not saying he pushed a button and made all things happen, yeah, but he's working all things into his plan. And he, and he knows. And this God, this God who was there when the foundations of the earth were laid, this God who told an ocean where to stop, and by the way, this passage goes on forever and ever. It goes on for like several chapters. This God who, who, who fought war and battle, who divided east and west, who, who uh, told the thunderbolts when to go, who brings rain on the land. This God who binds the chains of the Pleiades. This God who looses the cords of Orion, who set the constellations in their place. This God who tells water when to fall and sends lightning. This God, this God is for you. This God is for me. He holds all power and all authority. And he is everything. And this God wants me to trust him. Because this God is in love with me. And this God is in love with you. And wherever you are right now, whatever's going on in your life, he saw it coming. He's not caught off guard. And I'm not saying he's gonna, you know, sprinkle fairy dust over your situation and miraculously change everything and make it work out just like you want it to. That's not what he does. But he loves you. And there is an end game that he sees that we don't. Would you spend the next five minutes just thinking about this would you spend the next five minutes just just in wonder and awe would you just spend the next five minutes and you know looking to God and just saying I am sorry for the times I didn't trust you and that's the beauty of this God he he wants us to bring our questions to him he wants us to come to him with our doubts and our fears because this all-powerful father is your father, almighty, and he cares about you. Would you just spend five minutes in prayer pondering the power of God? Just shut your eyes and picture what this conversation between God and Job looked like. Use your imagination. Let it run. God gave it to you. I'll see you tomorrow.